morning, officer. Maybe this is the pot calling the kettle black. This guy thinks he's a genius and he's a moron. <laughs> oh, oh, this is live. Think of like the dumbest cave troll let you know. You looked right at me when you said that. You're not the dumbest. Here are the facts as I see them. Hello, everybody. Welcome to the Bandit Radio Hour. It is October 30th. All Hallows Eve? Eve? The Eve of All Hallows Eve? I don't know how that saying works. It's October 30th. Welcome to the Damn Bandit Radio Hour. Uh, we're happy to have y'all here. Everybody on Twitter? Howdy. Uh, we're recording live, trying to do this thing without a net. Uh, we're going to start off like we normally do, Merce. How the hell was your week? Pretty good. Pretty good. Nothing exciting. Nothing besides discovering awesome music that I send out. Oh, yeah, I'm an idiot. Yeah. I mean, that true, technically. But there's also a song called I, the, the Idiot, and it's, it's great. Ow. Yeah, yeah. It's, <laughs> it's, uh, it's, it's big lib right energy. Uh, nah, hell, uh, let me think. This week, what did I do? More fixing fence. Water's gone down. We found more fence to fix. Uh, so a lot of that. Uh, we worked, uh, we worked our heifers and worked our bulls, but I actually had something really freaking insane happen right before we did this, uh, uh, preface this, we're recording this on a Sunday. It was Friday evening. I got a call at 1030 that a car drove through our fence and crashed and I had to go fix it at 1030 at night. Get done at like midnight. Was the car still there? The car's just... still there. Okay. But there, so it's like, it's, it's right on the corner of where our property borders another guy's property. And like the car went off the road through the perimeter fence and then through the fence that separates ours and this guy's property. But there's a gate on his side. So, okay. you know, it's not like I fixed the fence and they're going to tear it back down to get the car out. Uh, not that they got a way out. So I do that till like midnight. Well, that's, a, that's you thinking they're going to do it logically. True. <laughs> True. Uh, with our neighbor, they might want to do it logically because he's a lot more trigger happy than we are. Uh, America. He's a uh, f- funny story. This neighbor's dad, uh, the old owner of the property, my cousin and his friend were canoeing down uh, a creek that runs from through his property into ours. And... Being on the creek, out in the country, doing what country boys do, they were drinking beer cans, throwing them in the water, pulling out guns, and shooting them. Uh, you know why they're in a canoe? Like idiots. Uh, I'd be, I'd be scared. I'm gonna ruin my guns from it flipping or something. Cause I always flip canoes. Uh, okay, I was, I was, I was like, that actually just sounds like a lot of fun. It does. It, it <laughs> really does. But I'm too uncoordinated for canoes. I'm, life has proven this to me. Uh, it's like motorcycles. No. Um, no. So they're riding down, drinking beers, throwing them in the water, and shooting them with his revolver. And the owner of the property comes up and goes, what the hell? And by the way, our family and this family on the neighboring property, we kind of got some history. A little bit of Hatfield, McCoy-ish. Like, we don't, the, the current people alive now are all cool with each other. Go back two generations, not, not Fist, so much. Fisticuffs? Fist, so fisticuffs on the front house, on the front courthouse steps, literally. Um, but uh, now nah, that the guy that's dead now comes up to my cousin and his friend and goes, the hell are y'all doing on my property? And friend, uh, my friend Josh goes, well, thinking real quick, who has no ownership of any of the property, goes, well, you know, the creek's kind of public land. We can use it for however we were. We're still in the creek. And there he goes, damn it. Don't y'all have enough property to screw stuff up on? Y'all got to do it on mine? And say, Anyways, that's whose that's who's property this bordered. So I fixed this fence until like midnight. I go home, go to sleep. Wake up at 5.30 in the morning to go do what we got to do Saturday. Work heifers and work bulls. Give them all their medicine. And uh, get out there before daylight. Get some of the day laborers. Get get their horses ready. And we're getting back. We're getting to the cow pens. And the sun is, you can see now, the sun's up, but still a little dark. And there's a thick fog everywhere. And about like, I don't know, 75 yards out. And I'll, I'll remind you, like, the pens we're working cows at, we kind of got a neighbor, like a house right next to the cow pens. Um, well, while we're getting our horses and stuff and the pens ready, uh, one of the guys working with me goes, Bandit, who's that? <laughs> and uh, anyways, I, I look out, and I about 75 yards out in the pasture, I see a silhouette of a man. 
And now here's the thing. The, the highway, the, the state road, is directly to the south of me. To the north, there is nothing but open pasture and woods all the way up until you get to the next town. Like, it's nothing but wilderness. And a guy is walking from that direction, and, like, you can't really see him. I only see his silhouette, and I go, man, is that our, like, neighbor taking a weird way to walk up to us and stuff? And as the silhouette becomes a little more clear and starts walking up, I realize this is a, a white guy I've never seen before. And he is drenched head to toe. He is barefoot. And like I said, he's walking through th from thick woods. He's wearing like, you know, those like, they're not jeans. Being like those Dickies work pants. Okay. That like mechanics wear. Right. It's like that, but it's rolled up to his knees and he's soaked. Head and he's covered in sand. It's the ghost of Akerfoot Johnson. Dude, it really is something like that. And like he comes walking up, and I'm like, hey, you're on our property. Can I help you? And he goes, yeah. My, and he's, he's got a real big beard. And when I look at his eyes, his pupils are about covering his entire damn eyeball. So Did somebody find some cow? cow, cow no, I, I got my theory on what happened, but I'll, I'll explain the rest of this to you. And I want, I want your analysis on it. So I go, hey, man, what's going on? He's like walking up. There's a, there's me here, a fence right here, and he's about now he's about 10 yards away. And he shakes, he scratches his head and goes, man, you ain't going to believe what happened to me. And he just now, stops? I paused for three seconds. That guy paused for like 10 and I like 10 very long and I'm brain, like brain just short circuited dude and I'm looking at him like well do tell kind <laughs> sir like you're on our property inform and, me weary traveler yeah, yeah and he goes well I went down to the Peace River to walk my dog when some people drove up to me and he goes I parked my truck down at Horse Creek not Peace River I was uh, gonna say uh, he made it all no, the no, way no, no. <laughs> I'm sorry Peace River's like five miles away this Horse Creek's like a mile away from where we are he goes, I parked my truck at Horse Creek to walk my dog, and some two people pulled up in a pickup truck and said, nice dog, and pulled out a revolver and shot my dog, and I've been running through the woods ever since. And that goes, and I'll, I'll be honest, like, I'm one of the worst people, like, my brothers, God bless them, if they hear something funny, like, what the hell do you mean? No, that makes sense. Like, that, me, I gotta, like, really compute it, like, I don't know, that doesn't really sound, all, and I go, what in the departed? <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. And uh, so I'm looking at this guy, and he, he tells me that story after there's like a 10-second pause, and I go, okay. And, and so he says he's been running from the road and from these people ever since. And to put this in perspective, he'd have to run like a mile north in the dark through woods he does not know, and then like a mile and a half west through woods and creeks that he does not know. And like I said, this guy... bad algebra problems. <laughs> it really is. Yeah. Yeah. A scared homeless man <laughs> runs three miles north. Uh, and I look at him and I go, well, is there anybody you can call to come pick you up right now? He goes, you can call my mom, Brenda. I go, what's her number? I'll call her right now. And I didn't say this, I'll get you the fuck out of here <laughs> as quickly as I can. We got bulls and heifers to work. Like, give it. I still got a big work day ahead of yeah. me. I don't want to deal with this shit. And uh, I call the phone number. It goes straight to voicemail, but it is like a an older woman's voicemail. Uh, yeah, well, you can go and get off the property. And, you know, well, maybe we got done. I'll see what I can do for you. And the guy walks to our south to the state road. And instead of walking towards Horse Creek, where he said his truck was, he walks the opposite direction. Walks about 100 feet, and we go out to the road to see if he's still walking, and he's gone. And our guess is he crossed the the state road to the south and kept. So here's what, what do you think happened, Merce? That's about the totality of the situation. You were high and he was never there. <laughs> I would say that's a good <laughs> guess, but I had to work cows. I need my I need my wits about me when I do that. I, I can't I can't be smoking and doing that. You're the only one that saw this, man. No, no, no. Two illegal Mexicans that work with me also watched and, and verified all this. And one of their little sons that was behind me that I didn't realize. Uh, here's my guess. I Is there a, any fugitives spit out lately? Well, that's what I'm about to get. I, don't, I, I think he was a fugitive of another kind. If I had to guess, this guy was driving on a lily grade. 
which is about a mile from our property, a road. And probably he was either poaching or doing something. Cops pulled him over, pulled the car over, and he, he was either with the people. You know, in the country, people do drive-by poaching where you just drive up. Did it or, look like he'd been out there a long time or just like yes, the night? Like the whole, like the night. Okay. The whole, like that night, like he ran through a bunch of crap. He didn't know what he was running through. Okay, but he wasn't Barefoot. all like super skinny and like malnourished looking or? He kind of looked like a crackhead. Well, yeah. He kind of, he kind of looked like a meth junkie, you know. Uh, he's in the back of his head, big pupils, real bony looking. But not, no, not like a homeless guy that had been living off the land for three weeks. You encountered actual Florida man. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> real, yeah. Real life Florida yeah, man. Yeah, real small town Florida man. Um, <clears throat> I would bet, yeah, probably a fugitive or something like that. The craziest that I saw, which looking back now, I think it maybe was a fugitive, we were, I was with a buddy, and we were airboating on the Peace River, and we come around this guy, and he's got a makeshift raft. When you say makeshift, what's it made Driftwood. of? Driftwood. Like, okay. Like, tied together. Like, like castaway like, yeah, style. Yeah, and he's got, like, the straps from a life jacket wrapped around it and, like, a backpack on it, and he's that doesn't float well enough for him to be even on it. It's just, like, kind of tipping. He's, like, got his hands, like, up on it, and, like, it's, like, so it's just, like, his shoulders are out of the water, and the rest of his body's hanging, and this is down, like, south of Nocatee. Oh, where it gets in, deep and... Yeah, yeah, like going out like... Or south, like past... I don't think quite the Navigator and stuff. Okay. Yet. And he tell... And where it's... For the, for the people listening... That's where it goes from like a shallow river, river to like a yeah. harbor kind of-ish area. Yeah, he's not quite that far yet, but that's yeah. where he's headed. And we asked him, like, do you need help or what are you doing? He's like, no, I'm trying to make it to Punta Gorda. And we're like, well, do you need a ride? Nope, I'm fine. Didn't want anybody to mess with him or help with him. And we're like, anything, we're like... You know, so we went on down a ways and... Everybody when we came back by and he was still floating and waved and we're like later we were sitting around thinking like I bet he's a fugitive. There's a reason he's not on the roads or he's just right. That's like not in a canoe or it was just and it was like the weirdest thing. And we we're also wondering like I bet a gator or a shark gets in before he even makes it. But it was there's some weird happenings in the woods in these parts, oh, dude. And you've got to be in a desperate situation to be just uh, no thank you. We ran from the cops. We used trucks, damn it. <laughs> High powered. Uh, well, we're also not. I'm not built for long distance running. No. Like you're. If I if I can't evade you in the first hundred yards, you got me. If I have adrenaline, I'd like to think I can run through the end of the world. Uh, but if I don't have that, I, I could can... probably the first hundred yards and then. <laughs> well, you're you're pigeon toed. Yeah. <laughs> Bad knees. Yep, yeah, here you're you're you were born like Benjamin Button, like a fifty year old man. Yeah. No facial hair though. No, we're going. I'm. I, I my fight or flight reflex. It's always on flight, but I can't fly far. <laughs> you can fight too, though. Yeah. yeah. That's probably what I'm gonna do. I'm gonna run at first, and then it's like. Let me tell you. Hold the ground. Let me tell you something about my producer. When he wants to fight, it's he doesn't stop. Uh, even when he's losing because of mercy, because he's a good friend, he doesn't stop. He's too stubborn. Yep. Uh, I did do one other thing this week, uh, which I'm going to do a little bit of church bashing here for a second. Sorry, Tom. Well, my, it is Sunday. It is Sunday. But no, I, I went to a church revival, and like here in the South, this used to be a really big thing. And I, I really think it used to have a significant importance for the community, because I mean, my grandfather that grew up poor, he talked. It was a good change of pace. Not, and not only that, like, dude, when you went to revival, like, people fed you. Like, it was like food, and like, and when you're working out in the ruralness and you can't go to town, but every now, like, that was a huge deal for everyone to cook and bring their stuff. Well, that's basically park. what happened to you for the last month. The river flooded. Yeah. You couldn't get to, you couldn't get to town. <laughs> yeah, for, pretty much. Uh, but they, uh, you know, um, Sitting in this, I, I went to appease my mom and make her happy. And you know, I do like, I I like going to church and listening to someone who's skillful enough to talk to make this thing. And I'm pointing to my brain, shut off and make my crazy bandit questions stop. And there have been a good few preachers who like I listen to, and I'm like, this like feeds my soul. And I don't like, I might can nitpick a thing or two about what you're saying, but I don't even have the desire to. Like right. that's. You, uh, I love that feeling. There's only been a handful of people that could do that. 
I'm a good old give me fire brimstone. Like that, I want to hear a sermon. Yeah. I want to hear a sermon, and I want to hear these songs that are a hundred years old. We're, we're... I, I, I mean, I do like the songs, but I'm like socially awkward, so I don't like the whole standing and singing and turn around and greet you. It's like, no, don't touch me. I don't like, like <laughs> I don't like greeting my neighbors. Like, let me show up, yell at me, and then send me home, and tell me some cool before stories before football and... starts. <laughs> and you know, I, but this one, there's a we we got one of the oldest churches in the county, uh, and it used to be one of the most popular. Uh, but no, no, it's had a change of pace, change of things recently. And it's really changed to, from something I was very happy to bring my kids into that, like as much questions as I have about I remember going to when I was younger a few times, they did like all the, the Bible buck things. And yeah. Like children's church. And and it was like a lot big, a big to do. Dude. And as, and here, here's the thing, even like I can, I can hear like a lot of atheists, like cringing going like, Oh, you're just indoctrinate. It's a way to indoctrinate children into this lifestyle. It's like, no, we saw kids who like got beat severely by their white trash parents who were like hardly ever fed. A bus would pick them up and take them to this church where they could get food and people to say nice things to them and like it, take God or whatever out of it. Like what a miracle for some of these kids to get out of these horrible situations on a Sunday. I'll even say that Christianity at a face value like to atheism. Like I mean, okay, I can see an atheist point or whatever, but okay, say say it is all a big farce, but. Yeah. Is it really that bad? That, yeah. Oh, like love your neighbor. Yeah. Do, do, do you get like there's some decent? Absolutely. And, and you know I've heard. And that's playing I, devil's advocate. Yes, and I'm of the mind I'd rather know the truth. No matter like if there is no God, I'd rather know that and deal with it. But I also accept if the rest of humanity could not deal with that, maybe religion's a pretty good thing to keep them on the straight and I, narrow. I like the episode of Family Guy where it's like. They're, uh, they're like in a city and there's like one, like three guys in there. He's like, Hey, did you hear about the baby born in Bethlehem? And they all just start stabbing each other. <laughs> yeah. We're pretty, yeah, pretty much pretty. A lot, a lot of people killing each other in horrible ways over the dumbest shit, which continued after religion was established and do, but, but yeah, I think look at Korea, but we'll get there. <laughs> I think that's just natural evolution. <laughs> you leave religion out of that. Uh, but we're talking about the poor people that got squished chasing a K-pop star. Um, I know, like, so I'm at this church. And, you know, when I was little, all the way up to a teenager, I'd hear these really old words and these really old songs. And in the United States, 100 years is really old, okay? I'm sorry, we're not, we're not listening to Gregorian chants while we're in France. Like, we're, but, but, like, even that 100 years and hearing stuff like, go tell it on the mountain and, uh, uh, our God is not, not that one, but you know, a lot of the old hymnal things, there was almost like a holiness to them. There was like, Oh, this is special. This is this old stuff. That means a lot. Now, when I go, I sat in that revival and the new preacher came up and he said, yeah, you know, I, we're having a new contemporary music service Wednesdays at whatever time. Y'all need to come there. And I know, I know that a lot of y'all ain't into that, but we need to kind of put the hymnal stuff behind us and go to the, and I, like my blood boiled. I'm like, no, I don't, I don't want to listen to some faggy teenager on a guitar. That's not what church is about. Stop being, stop modernizing it. Stop this. It was, now you could argue, well, the puppet show in the '90s was a form of modernizing it, but I don't care. <laughs> Leave it at that. Yeah, but Sesame Street was also big then too. Yeah. But and even like you know, and here's the thing: I've always wondered. My, my daughter validated something with me the other day. You know, I've wondered when my dad, when when I was a kid, and I'd hear my dad just go like, "Movies suck nowadays." I I miss John Wayne, and and now we're getting older, and we're saying movies suck, and I'm like, "Are we just doing the same thing they did, or is this?" A fundamentally different thing. I'll be the first to admit I don't like most modern music, but I haven't. I haven't really since like high school. Most of the stuff that's no. Well, even in high school, I was listening yeah. to older. In high school, I stopped listening to new country, new yeah. Nashville because like it's all the same. But even my daughter, what were we watching? If it's not under a neon moon, I don't want it. Brooks and Dunn. <laughs> Ain't nobody can play like Ronnie Dunn. Uh, but no, even my daughter. I think she saw Hocus Pocus too, which yeah. I'm scared to. I like the original Hocus Pocus, but. I never saw it. Never saw it? Because you're a soaked. Well, I just never, like, yeah, I never was, like, around it or whatever. Because your parents made sure you well, were probably, around yeah, probably. it. <laughs> There's so many things you just missed out on that's, like, everybody knows this, but not. Maybe that's why life's hard for me now. I don't care. <laughs> Anyways, Hocus Pocus, I remember as a kid, good movie, funny movie, silly movie. And my, my daughter was at her mom's. 
And her mom sh- showed her Hocus Pocus and then Hocus Pocus too. You know, there's like a, what, 30 year difference between yeah. those two movies. And even my daughter was like, oh, the original was a lot funnier. The original was like the, and when, I, when we were in the 90s, we would never say something from the 70s or 60s is the better movie or the funnier, like, you know, we were always about the new stuff. Well, until I got my internet set up, I would still be in here just watching the Andy Griffith show. I know, that was sad. That, I was concerned about you. I was more concerned about that than other things. <laughs> uh, but, no, and I was like, thank you, daughter, for validating, like, my, like, no, we're not just old men. This is something different. Uh, and I think that makes me validate things a little bit. Uh, how the hell did I get into that headwind? Church. My contemporary. Yeah, yeah, so... All this can, you know, it seemed like so many people, that maybe I was the weird one growing up. But when I went to church, like, this was like a big deal to me growing up. I'm like, oh, this is how I don't burn in hell forever. Like, this is how I go about this. This is like more important than anything else in the world. Maybe not specifically church, but this belief system I have that if I don't adhere to it, going to hell. And I'm, I'm going to pick apart a little bit of American Christian culture for a minute. But the fact that so many self-described Christians who are worried about this, and this is like an old trope, but like, the fact you would skip church for a football game. I mean, don't get me wrong, if you're just doing it because of your wife or because of your kids or something like that, or family, or, I, I, I get wanting to just quit. Like, if you're the true blue, like, you go to church on your own and stuff like that. Like, you think of, you think who wins a football game is more important? Than, uh, a given. I'm not in really football. Let's say there was the biggest uh, philosophical, historical video game nerd convention. Like, the same day as something I'm worried about for the afterlife. I'm going to the thing that gives me in the afterlife at least i'm gonna be going the next weekend to apologize for <laughs> <There you laughs> go. i'm gonna be honest about that i'll put it off one week <laughs> just don't let me die between here and there um so I, yeah there was that and i feel like i feel like so much of there is a centralization to church nowadays you know when you see a baptist church it's not like that small town baptist church it is the United Baptist of, and like they have an organization above them and an organization above them that like centralizes control over what all the churches are going to do. Same thing with United Methodist churches. I, I don't know about that for Baptist, but I, 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 I could be wrong. I'm pretty sure the, the movie Footloose was about Baptists because they wouldn't allow dancing. Yeah, that's why my dad left Baptist and became Methodist because he's like, I want to dance. But again, like I said, in the small town where I was just there earlier, yeah. I don't see the difference because all the, I was, I went to a Baptist church. All the Baptists, Loved, loved to dance, loved to drink. Like right. I don't. Here's what I think the difference is, and this the is name on the sign. It's, it's in, all in a small town, it is. But from what I'm, in, hey, any theologians out there, uh, feel free to correct me. I think, like in the United Methodist Church, first of all, I know like the church does not pick its preacher. The organization above it tells a preacher, "You're going to go there and preach." Not ours. Pine level did. Oh no, ours yeah. ours would like they we'd have a guest we have a guest preacher come in yeah. and if we liked them then we would yeah. accept them. If not, yeah. we'd like vote back. Nope. Well this would well who sent the guest preacher in? Well I think they interviewed some people okay. around or felt or put some feelers Well, out. I know at least in our church, so maybe this isn't true with all churches, like it's like the United Methodist Church of Florida decides who's going to this little small town. And I then the national them, I remember one of them got fired because he cheated on his wife. Yeah, that's pretty important. Bang. Yeah. <laughs> if, uh, that's why I could, uh, I could ne- never be a preacher. No. Yeah. I got, yeah. I ain't throwing those stones. Nope. I'd be hit by a boulder. <laughs> I'm, I'm sinful. Uh, <laughs> and I'm okay with that. Uh, well, that's what most of the problem is. Most people are like self-righteous that. You know what? You know what I really wish? And there's not, I don't think there is a, this for a church. I mean, there might be Bible studies, but I've always been looked at funny in Bible studies. I wish there was a, a form of church where it was open question and dialogue. Yeah. Like it was open, like while the preacher is preaching something, if someone goes, Hey, I didn't quite understand that. Or I have this point that kind of goes, you mean? what do you mean? Yeah. Can, can we interpret this in a different way? Cause I'll tell you. So and the preacher, you know, the preacher that came to this revival, I've always liked him. 
And he's, he's always been a very popular preacher. And when I say very popular, like goes and preaches at mega churches and stuff like that. But for one of those, and I'm always a guy that's extremely skeptical of the more popular a preacher is, the more they're like Joel Osteen, uh, the guy in Texas. Yeah. That, yeah, I, yeah. I was, However, like I don't... A punchable face. Such a punchable face. But this guy, pretty good. But you know, dude, he spent like the first 15 minutes plugging his book he's selling, plugging his podcast that he hosts every hey, week. Hey, and I'm hey. like, hey, oh, here's the thing. Here's the, I, I'm not telling y'all God sent me to do... Maybe I am kind of selling y'all that. But I'm not... I, I said that in the first episode. I kind of think I did too. But here's the thing. I'm not pressuring you into believing it. I'm just trying to convince you of it. That's all. Question me. Open game. I encourage it. I don't I don't look down at it. There's a... Uh, yeah. There's... I have so many questions about the Bible that I feel like whenever I ask really smart and devout Christians, a big chunk of them comes off as like pearl clutching or like defensive. Like yeah. how, Oh, don't, don't question how Adam and Eve had more kids after that. And we ended up getting a population out of one family screwing around. And it's like, but I, I'd, I'd like, I'd just like to know if there is one. Yeah, maybe that's why there's so many stupid people in the world. Well, I'll tell you this. My, my mom had a quote on that and it's whenever, uh, is it Cain that kills Abel? Yeah. Yeah, yeah. After Cain kills Abel. Oh, I've got something on that. Continue. Uh, you know, and uh, God's like, I can't remember if it's God or Adam banishes him. And it's like, hey, we got kicked out of the Garden of Eden. You're getting kicked out of our family. Only like time to go somewhere else. And and uh, Cain prays to God. Must be God. Just Cain's talking to him. And goes, hey, well, I'll, I'll be destroyed. I'll be killed. Because what about all the others? And God goes, I'll put a mark on your forehead that will know that you're mine and it will protect you from the others. And my mom goes, who's the others? Who are these other people that haven't been like, yeah. that Cain is afraid of? And it, I think he does say the other people. And it's like, so, and I'm not, I'm not saying, I, I feel like a lot of really, I'm not even going to say atheists because there are some awesome atheists out there that love entertaining religion stuff and isn't, you know, don't clutch their pearl strings yeah. so when they hear it. I'd say anti-religious people. I hear a lot of anti-religious people go like, well, that doesn't add up, so thus, all of this is untrue. All of this is fake. And I go, ooh, what if we, like, just misinterpreted something? What if yeah. what what if there's some context that they knew back then that, like, you know, maybe it's all written down the right way, that we just don't know the context of it now? And that's that's what I love to play with. Like, what, what did they mean? Right. When, when is I he... Because I think a lot of the Bible is that. Yeah. It's not necessarily, it's them trying to explain it or in their terms for the time. Uh, one of my favorite parts is uh, Jesus is like talking to some other priests and he goes, like just as very matter of factly, he goes, you know, as Enoch said in his book, and we've all read that and know it's true. Da, 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 da. It's like, whoa, whoa, whoa. Who's this dude Enoch? We're, there's, oh, that's weird. There's not a book on him in the Bible. There's some people name dropping him though. Then you go and read the book of Enoch that's actually survived. That's not, have you ever heard of this? That's not a part of the canonical, canonical Bible? No. All right, so back up a little bit. Do you know how the Bible was formed? Have you ever heard the story, the council? No, oh, the selected what books to keep and yeah. what to kick out. And it was, and here's the thing like, a lot of anti religious people will be like, that's proof, it's all fake. They just picked you and really chose. Do you think they were named Matthew, Mark, Luke, and John? Of course they were. Or do you think they just went through and picked the whitest? No. No, I know that Jesus was actually closer to the word, to the name Joshua. Okay. It's like Yeheshua. Okay. But as people said it throughout the years, it turned into, in okay. English, turned into, that's like a buckaroo. Comes from the Spanish word vaquero or vaquero for cowboy. Okay. It's just, a twi- that's only a hundred years. Imagine 2000. Uh, but, the hell was I just saying? Oh, the, 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 yeah, the council. They picked and chose what books go in the Bible. And like, kind of in their defense. I criticize them a, a lot for the stuff they put in, the stuff they didn't. But in their defense, you also do have crazy cults back then that are just going, guy wrote this down and said, Jesus definitely said this. Everybody, and they're like, whoa, we can verify that's only a hundred years old and Jesus is like, well, that's what I was stepping that, like, more like Mormons. Okay, so I Googled, a, like, I don't know what <coughs> to, I Googled this something about like, things like, do you know all the crazy Mormon beliefs? They believe black people are the descendants of Cain. And therefore, not good 
But if they're saved as for redemption, God will make them white. That's wild. Yeah, and up until recently... What do they think of Michael Jackson? I don't... I guess so. <laughs> but up until recently, like, black people weren't allowed to be, like, elders or members or higher-ups in the church because of that beliefs. Dude, that... And, like, I, cause I was Googling, I was like, what kind of craziness? And, like, and I was like, stop. So that, that might not be entirely true, but that's, like, kind of a core belief. Dude, there. I tell you, Mormonism... Mormonism is good evidence of, like, you can have this wacky religion, and I believe it's wacky for my subjective yeah. thing, because a lot of it is, uh, and they all still, like, South Park did the best thing, like, they're still just kind of really nice people. Yeah. <laughs> oh, that's how I got on. I was, like, looking at, like, the Oregon Trail stuff. Did you know they even took their own trail because they were being persecuted so bad? Uh, like, the, they got like, kicked off the Oregon one? Yeah, like apparently how they like traveled, like most of the, the main Oregon Trail goes like south of some Nebraska River Valley, but all the Mormons had to take the northern path to stay oh. like away. <laughs> God. Yeah, that, yep, checks out. I know a lot of them went to Mexico. That's where Mitt Romney's family's from. That makes sense. Yep, there's a, there's like in Mexico, and I, the, the guys that work on the ranch have told me this, the bigger ranch I used to work at like you'll go to in certain mountainous valleys and like all around them it's like you know typical Mexico everything's in a brown lens <laughs> like like they do in the movies then you go in this valley nothing but white people nothing like it's like America in there but it's it's because that's where the Mormons settled yeah, at they're not descendants of Cain <laughs> and god alright I don't know how, how true this is I want to say I read like 10 years ago where they like have machine gun nest on the way into town and they're like no cartels here we will violently defend our little corner i bet their guns go dum, 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 dum. <laughs> maybe <laughs> uh, but hey guys we hope y'all enjoyed the like little preview we done on twitter if we got anybody watching well uh, we're gonna cut it short right there and y'all download the podcast for the full episode uh y'all already know what to do follow all the plugs all that jazz so i'm gonna do one good call out before uh, before we get neck deep into the current events and politicking. Uh, a fellow on Twitter by the name of Louisiana Jeff, he listened to our Trail of Conspiracy. Was it that one or was it just the live episode, or just the regular episode, Merce? It was the trail. It was the trail, and I think I was talking about the sea people. Yeah. Uh, and he actually uh, corrected, some, not corrected, he really added to the discussion. I, I really want to do this with anybody that uh, chimes in on any of, any of my talks. Uh, yeah, I dug into a little bit of it, but the sea people I talked about in that episode that destroy the Bronze Age, and uh, I'm not going to say they destroyed the Bronze Age, but they seem like one of the factors in it. Uh, so he said he really believes uh, there. there's a good theory that they were the Minoans, you know, like where the legend of the Minotaur comes from, Merce. Mm -hmm. uh, and they might have been the seafaring people, and it could have even been like, what do you say, relocated uh, the... Not Babylonians. I almost want to say Palestinians, but I know that's not it. Uh, but some other group. But Louisiana Jeff, thank you for tuning in and uh, throwing in your two cents. Anybody else does it, we're name dropping you and we're talking about what you said. Um, I didn't look up where Min the Minoans came from. <laughs> so <laughs> I will be honest with you, Louisiana Jeff, I have not had time. But uh, it's something I am going to dig into. And maybe when we revisit the Sea People in a future episode. I'll dig into that. Maybe one they're in Antarctica. Don't play with my emotions like that, Merce. You just connected dots. I never wanted connected, and now I like the fact that they're connected. Sea people are Operation High Jump. Inner Earth confirmed. Anyways, <laughs> <laughs> anyways, uh, let's get into. But I guess the big topic that that's everyone's literally screaming about. Uh, Musk bought the Twitter. It's finalized. He's fired people. He got rid he of... He's chief twit. He is chief twit. Not CEO, not CFO. He is he is chief twit and... Twitter's wild. Yeah. Um. Over the past... So this happened about, what, 40, three, four days ago? Yeah. At this point. And uh, probably about 50% of the stuff I've seen on Twitter is people yelling the N-word or faggot. Which I'm much more comfortable saying faggot than I am the N-word. <laughs> Y'all can tell that right now. Because uh, I don't mean gay. I mean fags. You know. Um, but, uh, holy hell, I actually wanted, I tried to sort through that to get some of the news. And those people, I, I think a lot of that was just people testing the waters. And, I mean, let's face it, you put a if you cap a free flowing well for tight enough or hard enough, eventually that pressure builds up and it's going to pop. 
Uh, I don't even think that analogy is completely correct, but y'all get what I'm talking about. I just, I don't remember who it was, but the, the meme you sent me of the one guy just in all caps saying the N-word, yeah. like, in reply to Elon. I was like, yeah. that guy was like, I'm going to do it. Yeah. I'm, I'm just going to do it. Burn and, bridges. Like, I don't condemn, like, not, not what he said, but just the, the balls. Yeah. And you know, and like, I'll, I'll even say like, uh, you know, I'm a freedom of speech absolutionist just about until like you're actually engaging in plans to kill somebody or something like that. Yeah, or, yeah. or intentionally like just like harping, bullying somebody down. I mean, to an extent, I, I, it's like fair game, but I mean, if you're just like intentionally just... I don't know, because here's my thing. Where are they? Where would someone be bullying, putting somebody down repetitively on Twitter? Well, I you mean... Can, you can make a new Twitter and block that person. Yeah, I, I mean, but I'm a, it's, it's a fine line, because wasn't there like some kid that shot himself? Yeah, no, here's the thing. I... I think that's tragic and terrible. Like, but as someone who was picked on growing up, it sucks. Oh, <laughs> it's it's horrible. It's awful. But that's been around forever. Yeah, I guess it's kind of got to be like, well, if you're going to step in the ring. Like, and looking back, as mean and as cruel as some people were to me, at times I definitely didn't deserve it. At other times I did. I'm thankful for all of it because it made me the as strong yeah, as I, I am today. The world's not a nice place. No, it's not. And like, dude, bullying, I almost think is like a, I'm not encouraging people to bully other people. I don't bully people. I don't like doing that. Uh, but like, I think it's kind of like an iron sharpening iron kind of thing. Like you either learn how to deal with it or you learn how to talk shit back where you learn to walk up and punch somebody in their face because they took your super soaker at your that, birthday. That, that, that's really the best bet. Anybody listening to this, like, it, if you do get bullied, just punch them right in the face. Yeah, we're not. Well, actually, not condoning that either. I don't want you to hurt anybody, but that's like bullies don't like be like pushback. They don't like confrontation. Yeah. No, no if you stand up, the best thing just stand up for yourself. Don't but, take out any violence or be vindictive about it. But unless they're much older and much more physically stronger than you are, then then that. Speaking from experience, <laughs> that that doesn't end too well. Uh, Ride out to meet them. <laughs> yeah, yeah, but um. But seriously, not not condoning any violence or nah. anything. There's way too much of that in schools already. Don't sue us. Um, but uh, don't don't Alex Jones us. We don't have a trillion dollars, uh, or a billion or whatever it was. We don't even have a million. No, we we're <laughs> we're saving up money for a new microphone so Merce can talk on the interwebs. Bought it on the credit. Yeah, um, but. Um, so, yeah, uh, a lot of people losing their minds on uh, Twitter, both just being provocative, saying the most edgy, edgelord shit they can, see what they can get away with, which now is everything, uh, which good deal. Like, now you'll be able to sort out who you actually want to engage with, and they're not having to watch everything they say and unintentionally put a mask on who they really are. And fact checking's going both ways. Oh, dude, yeah. So we're we're really gonna dig into this. We're now seeing what what was it, Merce? Uh, President Biden's tweets are now being fact checked. Yeah. And yeah, the one where uh, he's supposed to be this big inflation reduction act about the the companies paying their fair share. He was like touting that fifty five companies made so much and it was gonna like hit them. And then somebody. And when he said, when you say hit them, fifty-five companies made so much profit. And, he's and, he, hit, and, there, and his tax and his tax was going to, you know, hit tax them. them so they, you know, it wouldn't just all go to the wealthy. Well, it turns out that it's only going to affect fourteen of those oh. fifty-five companies, and that so was, not even half. And that was Twitter's fact check. Yeah. On the, the POTUS's Twitter page. Yeah. Right? Yeah. So now it's going both ways, and I tell you, uh, Eliza Blue. I can't remember her Twitter handle. It might just be that. She brought this up. I was talking to you a little bit about this earlier this week. And she is like a uh, child trafficking advocate. Uh, not like advocate. Against it. She's, yeah, yeah, she, yeah. she tries to raise awareness of this horrible shit that's going on. And like she, I think she was one of the ones that exposed that Twitter, like Twitter is one of the places where child trafficking takes place at. People like using pseudonyms and like fake names and putting in certain hashtags that, and like she showed evidence, like here's two people that are clearly talking about this. Uh, and Twitter actually I'm like a miss, like a miss frizzer, miss frizzle Twitter handle or the magic school bus. <laughs> Dude, it's crazy shit like that. 
And uh, hi, Timmy. Where do you live? <laughs> well, and like she was child trafficked herself. She was trafficked as a child, so she's like really. She has personal stake in this, and she revealed how Twitter had like uh, they had a team for catching stuff like that, like child porn stuff like that, and another one for political, like looking for political correctness yeah. and censoring people. They took off half of the team of trying to find child pedophiles and put them on censoring like speech and stuff. Oh, it's terrible. The then the scariest thing about tra child trafficking or trafficking in general is. Okay, yeah, the trafficking's terrible. What's scary is that there is a demand for it to exist yes. in the first place. Yeah, and there's a market. Yeah. There's actual, like, yeah. That's the sad, that's the crazy part. It's horrifying. Yeah. And she's, like, brought awareness to this, and supposedly, I don't know, but, like, Musk was, like, this replied to one of hers, I think, and said, like, this is something I intend to work on with due diligence as soon as I take over. Now, that was something I heard six months ago. I don't know, but, like... Holy shit, what priorities? Yeah. What, like, I'm more concerned with people saying things I don't agree with than children having the worst thing that could happen to them. So, surely those people will burn in hell. Uh, surely. Because, oh, hey, side note about Christian things. Sorry, real quick trail we got to get off on. So I've always been like real hippy dippy about Jesus. Like Jesus never advocates hurting anybody or, you know, what some, somebody cut off the ear of one of his, uh, uh, disciples and G or his disciple cut off the ear of a Roman legionary. And Jesus like, no, don't hurt that guy. I'll put his ear back. And, you know, and Merce corrected me earlier this week. He's like, actually, Jesus does say there's one group of people we need to hurt. And, uh, Merce, can you pull up that quote for us? Just, I, I want it on record that, I was corrected on this. Yeah, it'd be my favorite quote, Matthew 18, 6. If anyone causes one of these little ones, those who believe in me, to stumble, it would be better for them to have a large millstone hung around their neck and to be drowned in the depths of the sea. Per Jesus. Pretty explicit. Uh, no, hey, hey, have a fair trial. Make sure they did it. Make sure you're not doing it to some innocent person. But if they're guilty, yeah, I'm all for it. Go team. We're going to need some millstones like in bulk. Yeah. Yeah. And that's, that's awful. Uh, but also what, so, so like aside from that, like awful, horrible news I just put in there that might actually have something done about it now. Uh, as we just read during our little intermission, Musk is firing off at Hillary Rodham Clinton, uh, which usually isn't good for people's health. Um, no, then they get suicidal. So, it, what's making the rounds today, aside from racist slurs, uh, is, I guess, what, Merce, the Pelosi's, it was reported that the Pelosi's, Nancy Pelosi and her husband, as the story was breaking, the news was someone in their underwear got through their security, broke into their house with a hammer, and attacked Nancy Pelosi's husband. That was kind of the... That's, yeah, that's what the news article. Man breaks in, beats the husband with a hammer. Yeah, and he's probably something, something political breaks violence is escalating. The speaker of the house's house yeah. with a hammer. And now that this is kind of unfolding, there's new stuff coming to light. Like, oh, the Pelosi's aren't handing over their security footage. or I heard that the cameras are supposed to not working. Or... And whenever uh, Paul Pelosi, is that his name? Yeah. Whenever he called the cops, he named... The guy, like, this is Jeff doing this. Yeah. Possibly Louisiana Jeff. <laughs> <laughs> this is Jeff doing it. I don't know. Uh, but, uh, and so it's like, oh, how, how do you I don't know? think so, because he, uh, he he commented on the Twitter, so it means he's not in jail. Or he's had really lax sentencing for that kind of <laughs> Well, it is California. Probably, it, yeah, it, probably already out. Uh, but, um, no, and that was a lot of the a lot of the headlines was, like, political you think violence. they're going to ban hammers? Maybe Assault hammer. hammers? <laughs> I always pictured an assault hammer was like someone attaching a little motor to a hammer or something like that. It goes pop 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 pop. Homer uh, did that. In that's right. That's Simpsons, what I'm remembering. Simpsons did it. Simpsons did it. Yep. Automatic hammer. Um, but no. Now it's uh, yeah. There's a lot more evidence pointing to like oh no. This seems to be like an accomplice of the Pelosi's that had a disagreement with them. 
and like I said, I don't know what's true or not, but like I've read some stuff that he might have been. They were both in their underwear, and they both had hammers. They both like, had drugs or something yeah, like that. Yeah, like I said, I don't know, but it the whole thing just sounds one way or the other. None of that would surprise me, nor that I really, nor that I care. That well, I just saw like a lot of like the left is already jumping. You guys would make a conspiracy about this, like, and it's like I'm not even trying to make a conspiracy about it. I'm just saying it sounds. People tend to cover their ass. It just sounds weird. <laughs> But then, old musky boy, go, so like, I'm sorry, let me let me backtrack a hair. So Hillary Clinton just retweeted, uh, like, oh, can y'all believe the political violence, blah, 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 uh, that, that Nancy Pelosi's husband was attacked by a crazy far-right conservative who also seems to have a Black Lives Matter and a gay pride flag at his house. And I think oh. I saw a picture, he uh, got nude for, ca- like, opposing Castro. He'd be like, I think there's a photo of him like, Castro's, Castro's gross, but not my body or something. I think he's like a, I think I think the guy's out there a little bit. Probably, uh, horseshoe theory. He just kind of travels in and out of all the political spectrums. <laughs> yeah, uh, depending on what day it he's is. He's the guy that was in the woods. Yeah, yeah <laughs> probably. Uh, but um, so no, so like she tweeted that. And Elon Musk just fires back with, oh, there's actually more to this story and post a link to an article that just kind of explains everything we did, just said. Like I said, I don't... And then I saw one good comment he made about that was like, you know, Twitter, Twitter... Yeah, okay, that one was cool. <laughs> but he's like, for Twitter to work properly, it should make both the left and the right mad. Yes. Which... Uh, well, he looked at it as, and it's, it's the best thing about Twitter to me, it's decentralized jur- journalism. It's some guy in freaking Kiev can videotape stuff and say it and send it to everybody. Right. And you, you know, I think as long as you're protecting, I I heard Mark Zuckerberg say this. It was actually something I thought was rather fascinating. Or I I thought it gave some legitimacy. Joe Rogan asked him like, why do we even have algorithms? Like this seems like something we don't need. Mark Zuckerberg said, "Uh, hang on. There are corporations that figure out ways to like heavily spam and go crazy with bots. And he goes, the original algorithms were trying to limit that. And right. over time, they've mutated into what we have today. So I could actually see some good in algorithm. But man, I mean, it's obvious over the past week how much was being suppressed and how much was not. I mean, I mean, like I said, I'm just in the last day or two. There, you see rebuttals. They're not just, people aren't just able to say something, like, for, like and then pointed one direction. By the way, my future ex-wife, uh, MIA, the girl that sings Paper Plane, she just keeps on posting based shit about, like... Is that, is that like your ringtone? Yeah, actually. Now it is. Yeah. Uh, no, it's not. That's a lie. It will be after this episode, though. That's a good <laughs> idea. Uh, bring him back to the 2000s, baby. But no, even... What move, was it Pineapple Express? Yes. Made, yeah, that made that very famous. Yeah, yeah, yeah. One of the greatest stoner movies of all time. Uh, one of the greatest movies. Not even, It is a stoner movie, but it's, it's great. I think you can enjoy it with evidence without smoking weed. Yeah, yeah. I've never really been high or anything. Yeah. I'm just... Yeah. Good uh, movie. Good movie. Uh, but, um... No, so, yeah, but Musk is cranking things up, and hey. Uh, regardless how you feel about I think he's just a chaotic neutral. I think he's just like, let's just see what happens. And, dude, I, I heard, I'm going to echo a little Dave Smith this episode, put a coin in the jar. But, you know, one of, like, while all this heavy censorship has been going on, more so against the right wing than other people, I shouldn't even say more so against them, more in support of the left and the quote-unquote agenda. Uh, yeah, I, I I don't care what side you're on. I think it's you. There's no way you can't say you can't tell there was been kind of a narrative. Or absolutely, a thing. like it's absolutely. And but you know, I've heard conservatives like Ben Shapiro, Dan Bongino, uh, a lot a lot of these big talking heads say like, well. We obviously need a conservative government to come in here and make regulations that keep these left-wingers from doing this. And, I'm, and all the libertarians slap their heads and go, you don't want that, because it's going to turn into the very thing you're, yeah. you're against. Like, it's, it's going to mutate into what the left wants. And, uh, you know, their rebuttal, like one of the cartoonishly slapdowns of libertarians, like, oh, what, some billionaire is going to buy all this stuff, and then he just turns it into whatever he wants, and we all have to answer to him? It's like you're you're halfway right. Some billionaire bought this stuff, and what did he do? He made it better for everybody. Yeah. 
what I don't get is people freaking out about Musk buying Twitter, but nobody cared about like Bezos buying. No, I, it's right? such hypocrite because because he pushes the message. He's yeah. he's on the agenda, which kind of in Bezos' defense, like dude, if I got hauled in front of a federal committee who was like, "Why are you saying these things?" I might be like, well, "All right, I'll calm down on saying those." You got the feds after me, dude. Yeah. Like, I, on the other hand, you could buy off the government and go, "I want to spread this." certain message but what i'm getting at is what musk did you know i think a lot of conservatives i'll call them they might not call themselves this but they really are like anti-free trade conservatives they're like oh no no no, no. Like, it has to be made in america it has to wait at the same time we must have pay americans a shitload of money more for all the stuff to be more expensive but they almost have this attitude it's almost like a socialist attitude like if there is this billionaire, it's at an expense to me. There is, he has taken a slice of that pie that needs to be more evenly distributed. Now, they may not say that about the guy that makes $100,000 or the guy that makes a million dollars. They Almost all of them do about the billionaires. Right. Um, however, this dude, to increase his bottom line, let's say Elon Musk, 100% selfish, narcissistic asshat or whatever. He figured out the best way to increase his stakehood, his money supply, his profit, was to make a better prof, a better product to give to consumers. Yeah. So because he did that, everybody benefited. Well, I like the fact, too, because you really get down to it, he can never be censored. Like, no. he, he owns he's SpaceX. He makes the internet. He yeah. shoots it from space with laser beams. Not the Jewish ones, Mr. <laughs> Kanye. <laughs> but... Uh, Babylon B put out a great meme that Kanye West got obliterated by Jewish space lasers, and I, I about fell out of my truck. That was great. Um, however, on to Yeezy. Uh, wowzers. <laughs> wowzers. Dude, you, uh, you, you know the thing is? I think if he would have waited one week to say all that crazy shit after Elon Musk... Look, has he been brought back? Or, or, oh, I, think, I think Elon put out a tweet that he was going to wait a little bit to actually reinstate everything. Yeah, to reinstate a bunch of people. And I, one of the things I heard about that, sidetracking a little bit, like Twitter might be allowing everybody back, but how do you get Twitter on your phone? You go through the Apple Store uh, or you go through the Amazon Play or Google Play Store and it's like they have terms and conditions you have to meet in order to be on people's phones. Uh, so I think that's you what... You know who did it? YouTube when they sent me that free album and I'm still pissed about it. Oh, yeah. <laughs> I thought you said YouTube. Oh, no. <laughs> I thought YouTube made an album. Screw you, Bono. Yeah, yeah, very punchable. Um, it, back to Kanye. So, you know, it's funny. Another another little chunk I'm stealing from Dave Smith. Kanye West said something along the lines of, uh, man, the Jews are controlling all the media and all the stuff, and it's all their fault, and all the big banks and all the media and stuff. And they're like, no, we're not. So we're going to kick you out of the banks and off of media and all this. And I'm like, oh, hang on a second. <laughs> hang on a tick. Something's not adding up. And now, I love the fact that Dave Smith kind of expounded on this. And, I, uh, you know, the fact that Jewish people make up, like, not even half a percentage of the population, but when you look at like people that own entertainment industries or Hollywood or media or music media, or uh, it's like a lot of Jews. It's a lot of them. Now, a lot of people will like automatic, not automatically, but like, like the whole cast of Seinfeld. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. That's, that's putting a button on it right there. New York Jews too. That's the Jewiest of them. That's more than Israel. Uh, but, um, and we don't mean in a condescending anti-Semitic no, tone. No, just, just kind of factual. Yeah. Uh, but, um, no, I think there's a much more logical explanation than like, Oh, they're just trying this one race and religion of people are trying to aggressively control everything. I think even that can be a little true without it being malicious. Yeah. I, I really like, all right, let's say, let's say they're trying to execute Florida hillbillies in mass, you know, and only a small sliver of us escaped that prosecution. You met him earlier yes. this week. <laughs> true. True. That might've been self-inflicted though. But like once the, like half a percentage of us crawled out of that, 
we might be like, hey, we want to get in positions of power where this shit doesn't happen anymore, yeah. where we can secure like our survival. Um, I think Jews just kind of happen to be predisposed good at con- yeah. contracts uh, and all. I mean, they, they've had a, I mean, throughout history, they have had a rough go. Have you ever seen like those Hasidic Jews? It's not all Hasidic Jews, I, I don't think, but it's like a very special sect of them. Is that like they have like their own community, like their own Dude, like, media and stuff? I remember seeing it on Penn and Teller, and now which was the show was called Bullshit. It was yeah. just great at calling out stuff. Oh, on HBO. Yeah, Showtime. Yeah, Show, okay. it, one of my favorite shows ever. Uh, really, really was good, but there's like the special Jewish sect that's like God. They're almost like Amish. They're like, yeah. God says we can't do certain things. And one of the things was like, we can't use a telephone. However, we can grab this device that hooks up to another device that hooks up to another one that goes to a telephone and we can make phone calls. Yeah, like and, where, I, where I fly is Amish community. And it's the same thing. They're, they're all skirting around. Every one of their houses has solar panels on the roof. Like yeah, it's, and, it's, and, it's, and as Penn Gillette was like kind of asking them like, all right, isn't like aren't you kind of That's his full name? Pin Gillette. Yeah. Okay, I, yeah. I, yeah. Uh Pin and Teller, yeah, Pin Gillette. Boom. <laughs> uh, he, he's a show guy. He probably probably made up the name. But uh he was like, "Aren't you like kind of spitting on God's rules by doing these workarounds to it?" And the Jewish guy like being very matter of fact, very like holy man's like, "No, no, no. God wants us to use our mind to like figure out ways around this. Like it's our way of honoring him through and I was like, man, if that's like your religion basis is to find rules around find these rules. I'm like, y'all really are like predisposed to like being great at contracts. Like yeah. good for y'all. I'm not even putting them down. Like there's a yeah. need for that. Good for y'all. And yeah, and I think when they got here, they're like, how can we make a lot of money and stay in control of things and not have people come after us? And they, uh, hey, I'm not and saying all excelled. of them. They excelled and a group of them really took off at it. Now... I think just anybody who naturally gets in positions of power, the the second you start telling people they can't criticize those positions of power or anything, like it creates this big bubble around it that you cannot right. talk about. And that gets people outside of the bubble getting their own theories about what the hell is going on inside that bubble. And it comes off crazy shit, which I don't believe. But it's just like there's some... There's some logical explanations to this stuff. And it might not be like the best of things, but it doesn't make it outright malicious and evil. Right. It's almost like at what point, and this is when I hear people say, oh, that millionaire is greedy or that billionaire is greedy or whatever. Like given, maybe, at what point does it transfer from preparing for the future to I am greedy? Yeah, you've you've made a you've amassed a fortune. You're yeah. going to protect it and continue to grow. Uh, yeah, and it, it just it runs. Um, so, anyways, that's all I got. And I've told the story before about how the Jewish family in my hometown won the Christmas contest. Yeah. That, that's one of that's one of my favorite like moments ever of my life. I'm like, this the world's going to be okay. Yeah. <laughs> we're gonna we're gonna get through this. All right, we're, everybody's getting along. Yeah. <laughs> um. So all right, we got. We got one more thing we got to bring up. Then we're going to be close to getting out of here. Uh, and that's the the British Prime Minister kerfuffle. Uh, so what? That woman got, she won the popular vote, or not their, their general election, right? For Prime Minister. Something um, happened. I don't remember. Boris Johnson stepped down yeah. and got in trouble. And she got in a cookie jar. And, yeah, having parties while he's telling people they can't visit their freaking grandparents who are dying in the hospital. Looking at you, big America. And looking at all all these people. And Republican, Democrat, guys, they were all doing yeah, that. Yeah, as I said, just big America. Yeah, yeah they're, they're all, all of them were doing that during the lockdown. Rules for thee, not for me. Yep. Um. So, they, uh, she stepped down, like, earlier this week. And the guy that replaced her is... Not even, don't even attempt it. Yeah, I was about to say he's Indian. He's <laughs> like God. God bless him. Whatever. Uh, and you know, well, hey, if dude. If you really want to look him up, just look. Go to the World Economic Forum and type in Prime Minister. After that, yep. he will be the first one that pops up. Yep, another young leader endorsed by the World Economic Forum, who has risen to a place of power, or as Charles Char- Klaus Schwab put it, he penetrated the government. Uh, got in there and is now. Uh, 
So the headline I read, he is uh, no no general elections uh, in the meantime, like until they're scheduled again. But what a what a what a win for India. <laughs> like in the grand scheme of the history. Oh, you think you colonize us? No, 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 no. We colonize you. They played the long game. Yep, yep. <laughs> good, good for, good for them. Yeah, there's a, and like, uh, good for them. I'm gonna leave, I'm gonna, I'm gonna, leave, leave it at leave that. It that. <laughs> Indians, way to put a point on the board. Yeah. <laughs> uh, have you ever had curry? No, me neither. But, but, I, but I think they want a cricket. Is that how it works? They got a point. They, they want a cricket. It's, I don't understand that I think sport. They, I think they cook crickets in curry. Something like that. I, I, <laughs> I don't know. I'm just spitting shit. But anyways, guys, that's. Uh, I think that's going to do it for us tonight. Hey, next episode, we're going to have better stuff. That's all I can say. And not, not the content. We have good content. We know this. Thank y'all people for The world telling. makes it easy. It really does. All I got to do is talk like about it. Like, but the, the blurb I was going to say about Korea, you know, there's oh. the massive, uh, they trampled themselves to death. Yes. Uh, 150 people are dead because yeah. they saw a K-pop star in a bar and they all rushed at it and trampled each other. Which is terrible, but like... Imagine if you're the guy that's standing outside that bar and you see the K-pop star and you recognize the K-pop star, but you're like one of us. Yeah. And you're like, there's that dumbass K-pop star. And then you just hear a rumble from behind you and you're one of the people that gets run over and you're like, I hated this guy. His music sucks. It's just like, I just put it in the grand scheme of things, like we're human beings. Here we are, like supposedly the, the top intellect, and we literally just stample each other like wild animals. Yeah. Yeah. Lemmings. Yeah. But uh, that's why I stay in the country. Anyways, guys, thank y'all for listening. I appreciate every single one of y'all. We're growing. Follow us at Bandit Radio Hour on Twitter, Facebook, YouTube. Uh, what else, Merce? Everywhere you get podcasts. I'm missing anything. Yeah, that's that's the most of it. We don't have a newspaper, so. Nope. Not yet. Uh, All right. Y'all kids, take it easy.